This is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly wrestling podcast that's more color commentary than play-by-play. But this week, we're taking a break from our regular content to bring you a very special holiday episode where we look back on the year that was and ahead to 2023 and try to make this weird time warp week between Christmas and New Year's as merry and bright as possible. Uh, Thank you for joining us. I am here with Jillian, my faithful and trusty co-host. Jingle bells. That that was festive AF. I like that. (laughs) And keeping uh, it alive. You got to keep it alive. So we are fully aware that Christmas has passed and we are on to New Year's Eve, but we are both big Christmas people. And as such, we are going to hang on to that spirit for as long as we possibly can. Yes, Abigail had the brilliant idea of doing a holiday episode, and I am psyched. So we are here with our eggnog and Mm -hmm. our fond memories of wrestling past and present. And I think, if it's all right with you, my friend, we can jump right into our first holiday segment. Let's dash to the snow together. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, throughout... A recent podcast we have talked a little bit about things that we really really wish were available on the wwe store that are not um so we talked about things like scarlet's tarot cards which man in all seriousness <laughs> i would buy a pack for me and for everyone i knew um la Knight's extremely stylish vest we talked about so as we are, you know, the time for Christmas lists and letters to Santa may have passed, but we still have a Christmas list for a WWE shop that we would like to share. That's true. Um, Jillian, do you have any specific items that you would like to be able to purchase? I have a few. Um, one, th- like a long-term one that I've always wished, mm-hmm. even though Naomi's no longer on smackdown or raw are her light up shoes i'm sure you can buy these elsewhere but like i have wanted her light up shoes for as long as i can remember like i just want those light up shoes yeah like explicitly naomi light up yes like i feel like i could be as amazing and do jumping air splits (laughs) if only i had those light up shoes i mean i can envision this and it's pretty great when I imagine it. I hope they're also heelys, so you can also like <laughs> zoom around on your little wheels, glowing through the night. That would be amazing. I've never actually tried heelys, but they look like a lot of fun. Have you tried them? I've never tried them. I am okay. like really, really clumsy, so I suspect okay that um, it would be instant death for me. But I, I worry that I would fall and crack my head open. But what a way to go, though. Um, I would also love, uh, to be able to buy like, uh, one of those, like either a sticker or like a temporary tattoo of Rhea Ripley's scales that she puts on her cheek. I feel like that would be a very fun treat. That is a good, I can't believe that's not a real thing. It might be by this point. Who knows? But I I feel like they don't cater to the whims of what, you know wrestling is for girls listeners might want on the wwe shop because if I think so that's very fair i feel like my list items would be on there i think that's very fair um and i mean this is kind of a sad basic list item but it's a real big one for me like i'd like to see some women's tank tops 
They don't have any of those? They're, right now, there's just men's tank tops. And I apologize if I've overlooked this. They're all muscle shirts, which I like, but often have, like, if you are a lady, the sleeves are then too low on the oh. sides. Unless you're a lady who likes to rock some side boob, which <laughs> there's no shame in your game if you do, but I don't. Okay. So, like, they're not that practical. And okay. also just, like, maybe some women's sizes that go above a size 20. Yeah. They're not because great. Yeah, they're 3X right now as a size 20. That's Yikes. not good. Yikes. So, uh, I mean, men's sizes, extended size range, much better, often going up to 4 and 5X. But I think they should also offer, I just thought of this, but it would be great if they had, like, a t-shirt yoking kit so that you could, like, trim your t-shirt in a cool way. Like, Rhea Ripley always has her t-shirts in cool ways. Like, I've tried oh to gosh. do it with other t-shirts I've had. It does not turn out as cool. I'm so mad that all of your suggestions are like legit good suggestions that I would throw my money away on. <laughs> Damn it. Holy shit. I, need to, I need to be a merchandiser for the WWE. Also, a Bianca sparkle kit. I don't exactly ah! know what that would look like, but like maybe it comes with like sequins and a bedazzler yes. and like patterns that you can put onto stuff. Like, I think that would be really fun. Oh, my gosh these are genius <laughs> and this is the one time i'm gonna say if like there's some poor intern at wwe headquarters who has to listen to every wrestling podcast and youtube channel just to see what we're all talking about and report back steal this idea steal all of these ideas these are great they are great but then we get we get to keep we get free things give us the free things and so, <laughs> yeah, like, like send, send them to our houses like i don't want to have to pay for the ideas i just came up with although i would that's very fair that's very fair. I so, had one last item on my list. Oh my gosh, yes. Share it. And this is based on something I actually have in my repertoire of a musician that I always loved. But I would like them to create some pillowcases <gasps> with like your favorite wrestler on them. And then you go to sleep with your favorite wrestler, like cradling your head gently as you snooze. Oh my gosh. So, okay, if we're going to create this, which one are you buying first? Which wrestling pillowcase... I mean, if the world is my oyster, either Jeff Hardy or Edge. Oh my! I assumed it would be Edge right away because I know yeah, it's one of the two. One. I mean, Edge seems like a cozier pillowcase than Jeff Hardy does. He does, and I feel like Edge could like tell you great stories about his experiences and like probably give you some good life advice from all his lived experience. You know, very cozy it. time. Like a talking pillowcase. Yes, yes. Like you press, you press <laughs> a little Edge logo, and it's like. You know, let me tell you about when I was, you know, doing this, when I wore like goth stuff and Christian had a poet shirt and that was our life. <laughs> it would be like the first time you press it, it just goes, you think you know me. Yeah. And then the next time is like Edge telling a story. And then another time is just him going, eh? And eh? then there'd be other things. I don't know. But those are I my mean, wishes. These are fantastic, fantastic ideas. Um, I wish I'd worked as hard as you did. To actually come up with great ideas. So I was thinking one thing I'd really appreciate is, you know, the world is a dangerous place, right? And there's not a lot of fan themed personal protection stuff in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is not going to turn into a two way podcast because I don't think most people should have a gun, but like other ways to protect myself out in the wild. So like, what if we had like, a WWE branded shillelagh that I could keep in my car 
to fight off assailants. I would absolutely buy that. And of course, Scarlet and Carrie and Cross branded law enforcement grade mace. (laughs) That would be fantastic. Didn't she have brass knuckles or something? I think she, I mean, brass knuckles are a staple in professional wrestling. So I suspect. Maybe I'm, yeah. No, I think she did. I just don't 100% remember, but. Those sound excellent. Just imagine, like, you wake up on Christmas morning and you're thinking, does my partner really care about me? Are they really thinking about me all the time? And in your stocking is a container of law enforcement grade mace Mm -hmm. branded with one of your favorite WWE superstars. Nothing says I care like that. Could we add um, um, kendo sticks to that? Like, (laughs) such a good idea. Yeah. Just have a kendo stick in your bag. What if it's, like, collapsible so I can, like, put it in my backpack? Yes. I mean, I don't wear a backpack anywhere, so I don't know why that was my first thought. <laughs> you but do you know what I mean? The cool like, thing that you see, though, when people have yes. like one of those like sticks that they can beat people up with, like they go mm-hmm. and it just like falls out yes. and like expands. That sounds amazing. When the shillelagh isn't enough to get the job done, you bring <laughs> out the collapsible kendo stick. Why do I have so many dreams of committing violence <laughs> with my collapsible kendo stick? I mean, if you're going to dream of violence, I think a collapsible kendo stick is probably the way to go. Yeah. But I would definitely take a shillelagh. I also, um, so I'm sure you get a variety of Instagram ads that are more or less appropriate to your actual interests. Yes. But one thing I see all the time are these like beautiful headpieces sort of in the style that Zelina Vega wears. I don't get those. Wow. And these are real things you can buy. I assume she's buying hers on Etsy too. Um, But I feel like this is a missed merchandising opportunity. If you put a replica of some of her headpieces on there, I would 100% buy one. Uh, I want to look like a beautiful saint and or queen. Absolutely. Like a queen of heaven, a celestial queen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I would wear it around the house. Yep. I would probably wear it to a holiday party and embarrass my spouse and everyone I knew. I think it I wouldn't embarrass them because you'd be glowing with such like true. beautiful celestial energy that everyone right. would be awed. Yeah. So uh, this is my serious suggestion. If you guys make it, no matter how crappy it is, even if it falls apart the third time I touch it, I'd still buy it. I'd definitely buy a collapsible kendo stick. So. <laughs> So if you if you had to choose between the collapsible kendo stick and the crown, which one are you which one are you doing? For me, kendo stick. For you, crown. It's absolutely, and I feel like this is the most perfect distillation of who we are as people. <laughs> you were made to wear, wear a crown, and you were made, made to, to wield a kendo people. stick. <laughs> I don't actually like violence. I just want to make that known. Yeah, you're an extremely nonviolent person, but I think you would really enjoy swinging it around. I would enjoy like collapsing it and then going and making it come out. That would be the yes. best part. <laughs> and then inspired uh, my... by joan watson okay, sorry <laughs> that's so perfect yes remember she had the like she thing? did yeah she, she had was a amazing billy club. she like whipped out there's a yes. name for that but it's like single stick or something i don't remember yeah something like that you would be just as cool as joan oh pff. okay well thank you just as cool i aspire to be and then my last thing is i want the seth rollins drip king suits collection I want. I it. almost put that on my list. Great. Mind. I almost did. Like, and I mean, I have a few specifications here. They can't each cost like two hundred dollars. Okay, you've got to make them cheap. 
because mama's right. on a budget. Right. This might be like single or double wear. You might get a couple out of them. We're not expecting them to last a long time, but exactly they're here for a good crafty. time, not for a long time. <laughs> now that that is a beautiful slogan for these suits. So like they got to be cheap. Maybe they're made out of craft paper. Maybe like there are some parts you have to put together with a stapler and a glue gun when you get it. But whatever. Um, they also have to be size inclusive and cut 100%. for men and women. Cut for a variety of bodies. So, guys, I don't know what it takes. Maybe Seth can do some sketches for you. Maybe you can model some of his existing suits. They also shouldn't cost more for quote unquote extended sizes. Absolutely not. No. Talls plus petites. We should all be encompassed in these size offerings. Agreed. Um, so that one may be the most important to me. Um, I want to be a drip queen in 2023. I mean, you combine one of those suits and one of the Zelina crowns. There's nothing you can't do. (laughs) There's nothing you can't do. I will become a figure of dreams and nightmares. So yeah, that's, uh, those, those are my greatest wishes. Um, beautiful. Please, please give me a chance to dress like Seth Rollins in the new year. And make it easy. Don't make me, like, go out and curate these suits myself. We ask for so little. So little. Now, while I was putting my list together, I came across two current WWE shop offerings that I really wanted to share with you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So um, I am going to send you a couple links real quick. Just going to hop into the old uh, inbox here. You going to send them to my email? Is that okay? Yep. I just want to make sure I open it. I don't think there's like an in-platform way for me to. No, I don't think so. I don't know if there is. But anyway, that's okay. That's for next time. I don't think we're that fancy. Now, this includes a men's shirt and a women's shirt. Okay. And they are available right now for purchase. Okay. So that's coming your way. Okay, I'm excited. You, you let me know when you're there. I'm ready. Let's see. I'm reloading just to wait for it to come through. Still waiting. <laughs> come on, email. It's Don't let me down. Coming. Oh, it'll get there. Oh, here it is. Okay, let's see. Okay, I'm going to click the top link first. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> it is the Roman oh, Reigns no. men's. Acknowledge your daddy t-shirt. Wow. Now, when I saw this is the one I saw first, and I thought, this has got to be like a Father's Day thing, and they don't get it. Like, wow. this is a beautiful treasure. Now click the second link. Oh wow. It's really a thing. They're really trying to capture that Gen Z yeah. daddy kink. Did you did you look at the second one? I have. The yes. second one is the women's. Tribal Chief is my daddy t-shirt. Yeah. Now, no no shaming this kink. If it is yours, claim it proudly. Yep. Uh, if, if you and your partner like to wear these to wrestling events or the grocery store or PTA meetings, you know, whatever you have to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have to do. And keep in mind that daddy doesn't necessarily have to be a man. You know, or, you know, any configuration of lovers could uh, acknowledge their daddy. So it's a state of mind. 
I know I will be ordering both of these and presenting them to my extremely embarrassed husband at the nearest convenience. Oh, I really hope you do. Please oh report back if you do. So uh, while you can't get any of our items on WWE Shop right now, you can get these treasures. And I, I have to encourage everyone just to go out and get their daddy focused t-shirts today. Wow. <laughs> wow. Amazing. What Thank do you, you think about that? Yeah, you're welcome. What do you think about a Rhea versus Roman mommy versus daddy match? I would love that. I think right. she could kick Roman's ass. I mean, I think she's got the spunk and the spirit to get it done 100%. I think so, too. She's He's not going to be too, daddy. like, stuck on his own, like, highfalutinness. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need anyone to acknowledge her. No, she doesn't. She doesn't she, need all that attention. She just, she like, knows who she is. exists and therefore commands it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, she is the real island of relevancy. She is. Take that, Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's amazing. So- I know. I was so excited. I can't believe it. <laughs> I just can't believe it exists. Like, I just like. I've been wow. sitting on that. Ugh. I've been sitting on that dying to tell you about it. Man, I'm so glad I haven't been into the shop to like trip over it myself. I'm so glad you <laughs> presented it to me. What a <laughs> what a discovery. So in addition to the capitalism, that is, of course, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, another time honored holiday tradition is the naughty and nice list. As we know, every year Santa makes his list of uh, who's been naughty, who's been nice. And, of course, he checks it twice, which is why you better watch out. You better watch out. He has a collapsible kendo stick. He does. And he's coming down your chimney with it. And uh, it's not going to be good. So we also put together our own naughty and nice lists. And uh, Jillian, would you like to share your – do you want to start with naughty or nice? Let's start with nice. I feel like I'll have more to say about naughty than I do nice because I'm just generally a bitchy person. So um, my nice list is short and sweet because I think there's a lot more I could have put on this. But like these were the standouts to me. Yeah. Rhea Ripley definitely on my nice list. Mm -hmm. I love her. Mm -hmm. She's done so much for us this year. She really has. And she just keeps getting better. The mommy thing creeps me out a little bit, but I'm willing to, you know, sidestep that for the rest of the greatness. I also have Candice LeRae on my nice list. Oh, she should be on everyone's nice list. I just want to see more of her, but we can get to that when we get to the other bits of our show. Okay. And then I also put the <clears throat> SmackDown World Cup. I think it was SmackDown. Oh, the World okay. Cup. I thought that yeah. was very something different. I didn't love every aspect of it, like we talked about before, where they made some strange decisions about labels right. they were going to apply to people. But overall, I thought it was a fun way to do some matches yeah something different and i enjoyed that very much yeah i and I, you know it gave us some really great matches it really yes, it truly did. did um i think those are excellent choices thank you so my nice list i'm gonna start out with our favorite factions the okay. Judgment Day and the Bloodline. Now, okay. they really don't deserve to be on any nice lists. They've done a lot of heel <laughs> shit this year. That's and uh, in any conventional way, they are not on the nice list. But I feel like would we even have a show without the Judgment Day and the Bloodline? Or Bray Wyatt. I think those are the three things. It's true. That we absolutely <laughs> it's true. Maybe we should put Bray on here, too. 
It's like, thank you, man. I'm just happy to be included. <laughs> but like, I don't know. These guys have made wrestling super fun, super yes. dramatic, super interesting. And at a time where I think we both needed that to get back in, like we needed that yes. spark. I so agree. they are all, except you, Caliente Mysterio, you are not on the nice list. But everyone else in those in those two groups is 100% on my nice list. I, I'm with you on that one. They They really did make me love wrestling again i mean yeah i've always loved wrestling but there's highs and lows with that right mm-hmm. this is definitely like the i'm back in it to win it absolutely i also uh on my nice list all of the beautiful concept matches yes. that we've gotten to enjoy uh fight yes. pit war games miracle on 34th street fight and of I course the one to come the royal rumble the greatest concept match of all time. It really is. I cannot wait for the Rumble. I fucking love the Rumble. <laughs> oh my god. Like my excitement is at a fever pitch and I had it in my head that it was in February. Oh no. So when I realized it's coming a month sooner than I thought, like it was it was party yes. time. It's a month house. from yesterday. So Oh my gosh. Buckle oh in, gosh. baby. I am buckled. That's um excited. I just I love this shit and like Please, powers that be, keep it coming. Like, more weird ideas, more Baroque rules that I don't understand. And, you know, just keep a little place in your heart for the first ever boot scootin' boogie in a steel cage match. (laughs) Coming to you in 2023, hopefully. Maybe 2024. Do you remember who sang that song? I don't. I'm going to, because I feel like what they need to do is have the boot scootin' boogie match. And, oh, Brooks and Dunn. Okay, it was Brooks Ah. and Dunn. So have the boot scootin' boogie match at WrestleMania. Brooks and Dunn do the theme song for WrestleMania. Yes. I mean, it would just be perfect. They had time to pull this together. Oh, my God. They don't even have to do the work. Like, leave it to me. I'll make a spreadsheet. I'll make some calls. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. We'll have some folks, like, line dancing Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the show. It'll be amazing. I feel like Brock Lesnar would really like this. I mean, yeah. I think, okay, what if Brock Lesnar is the MC of the Boot Scoot and Boogie match? (laughs) Like he comes down at his tractor and in the bucket are Brooks and Dunn performing and he like gently sets them in the ring and they get out and they keep playing. And then like the line dancers, I've thought about this too much. And then they, they start, they also go into, thank God I'm a country boy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which is John Denver. But, yes. and then Brock would do like a little jig with his hat mm-hmm. and like tips his hat to the audience hand on a, a belt buckle or belt loop you know kind of yes jigging around the ring oh god we need to be writers <laughs> i know we're wasting what? our time with this podcast we would come up with the most <laughs> insane shit and they'd be like i don't know let's try it let's let's do it let's do it so and that's my dream i need to write a book <laughs> about this It is the dream. It is a shared vision. It'd be incredible. Just like two nobodies making it in the wrestling world, going to writers, and they're like, they just, it's just crazy enough to work. We started at the bottom and now we're line dancing at WrestleMania. (laughs) Pretty proud moment for our families. We have about three months to get this going. Uh, That's exactly the right amount of time to mine for a montage (laughs) when they make the movie about it. So, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. Boots going boogie. <laughs> so also on my nice list this year, um, you know, he's already been called out as part of the bloodline, but I want to say that Sammy Uso, Sammy yeah. Zayn, is probably at the very top of my nice list. 
He's wonderful. Like, who has brought more joy to wrestling in the last few months than Sammy? Before Sammy, it was like New Day, right? New Day had brought like that new level of joy and frivolity and play. Mm -hmm. And now it's Sammy's turn. And he has picked up the mantle brilliantly. And proudly. Like, he's a great wrestler, and that's just the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. He's hilarious. He's also a really good person. He is a really good person. Like, Sami Zayn is out there partnering with Syrian American Medical Society to provide essential medical relief for displaced people. I am sitting here drinking eggnog at two in the afternoon on a Thursday, wearing a light-up Christmas hat, talking about boot scoot and boogie matches. We are not the same. (laughs) But, like, you think about how busy the average wrestler's schedule is, and Sami is still finding time to be out Mm -hmm. there doing amazing things for people who really need it. So... You know, Sammy, you are the king of the nice list this year. I'd like to also give a shout out in that vein to Bailey. That's Bailey a did point. a whole big fundraiser situation as well. Sammy's been doing his longer, but Bailey knocked that one out of the park too. No, so. I think it's really nice that a lot of wrestlers are using their um, notoriety for good. You know, I agree. Bailey deserves the nice list too, even though she is a very she- bad heel. She's not as high up on the nice list. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like she's, you know. But I do love Bailey. And then I, I had one last person to acknowledge for the nice okay. list. And that is Dad. Oh, Dad. You know, even though Dad does not acknowledge my letters, um, wrestling has been pretty great with Dad at the helm. Yeah, and that's true. certainly not all down to him. There's a lot of people who work really hard to make that experience what it is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, thank you for delivering us some really, really great wrestling content this year. And, you know, keep doing better than the guy that came before you. I feel like Low he bar. can only do better than the guy who came right. before him. But the bars I mean- on the floor. He's doing a great job. If he starts listening to this podcast, he's can borrow some of our ideas. Absolutely. I mean, like, the world is your oyster, Dad. Now, I do have to say, if we go through all of 2023 without him answering my letters, he's not going to make the nice list next year. Uh, that's fair. I think, I think that's, that's only fair. fair. Right? Yeah. So, Absolutely. You know, like, uh, you're there now, and we're really grateful for you. We wish you only good things. But next year, answer my letters. 100%. So do you want to talk to me a little bit about your naughty list? Who's on your naughty list? I bet you can guess who's number one on my naughty list. Oh, my gosh. Who is it? Tell me. Dominic Caliente Mysterio. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Ah. (laughs) Now, why? Why is Mr. Caliente at the top of your naughty list, Jillian? Just his existence. I think that, like, he's just awful and boring and awkward and weird. And, like, some of it, I've, I will give him credit where credit's due. He's great at selling moves. Like, he does he a great job as a support wrestler for other people. But, like, I need him to get it together if he's going to be on motherfucking national TV as often as he is. Filling up my screen with his dumb nonsense. And he ruined I, his parents' Thanksgiving celebration this year. Not cool. He, he ruined Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He's doing one move and one move only in the ring to try to draw heat. <laughs> I just, I mean, 
maybe that's his bit. He's getting a lot of heat from me just from existing. So right, maybe that's working. all he needs to do. But that guy is number one with a bullet. Fair. I th- I think if you asked a lot of wrestling fans, uh, Dominic Mysterio would probably be at the top. And I, you know, I bet he's at the top of Ray's naughty list this year. He probably still got a bunch of presents. Probably dig is Ray's a good dad who doesn't beat his kids, even when everyone <laughs> is like, you should really think about beating your kid. Just this one kid. Other kids are great. This kid's shit. <laughs> just like one beating that's all we're asking ray one right beating. Not, e- not even like a life-ending beating just teach him a little lesson move on yeah uh i personally do not go in for you know abusing your children but dominic mysterio really makes me want to hit somebody with my collapsible kendo stick and he's a man he's not a child <laughs> it's assault sure? not child abuse <laughs> i feel like they like faked his age online well, he is very dependent on his mommy, so. <laughs> Would you like me to continue with my Oh, list? my gosh, yes. Keep the hits coming. In case you have any of the same ones on here, because you might, feel free to chime in as I go. Sure, yeah. Number two, Austin Theory. I hate that guy. Oh, um, yep. He is on mine, too. Like, he's just boring mm-hmm. and I uh, I just it's kind of self-explanatory to me like why he's so awful but he like cannot do a promo to save his life he doesn't have anything interesting going on with him he's just like not a kid anymore and talking about being the future or the now or whatever the fuck it is and I'm just like what is it that you think you're so special for and I just can't get an explanation out of him yeah, I think at this point, it's fair to say that no one is ever going to take him serious. Never. Never. Um, I really, there was a moment where I thought they're going to try to rehab him a little and he's going to rise to the occasion. And he hasn't. Um, I don't know at yeah, this point Yeah, you had what, high hopes. Well, you know what? I believe the best in everybody, or I say I do and I don't really, but I want to get credit <laughs> for believing the best in everybody. But I thought, because he did have that moment where I was like, okay, he's going to take this shit sandwich and kind of like work mm-hmm. with it. That didn't happen. So at this point, I don't know what we could do with A-Town Clown to make me enthused about him. You know, like I just, I feel like it's a long road back that is probably too long for me to walk. I think you gave him a fair shot. Like I, Thank all you. the things that you said about him, they made sense at the time. And then he just pooped all over it. He did. He is a seagull to my hopes and dreams. <laughs> um, the next on my list was a the, the six-man tag match. I <laughs> like. I feel like I'm suffering. Like they don't happen as often now, which I'm grateful. And I've said before, like under Vince, I feel like there was a six-man tag twice a night. You know, yes. four times a week, whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We've seen a few of them. They're not as terrible, but like we see it happening with like um, Hit Row and Viking Raiders and uh, Legato del Fantasma. And like right. it's just, it feels the six man tag always feels to me like they're just like, we don't know what to do with all these people. So quick, throw them in a six man tag. And it just feels like the shitty leftover match. So it might not be the fault of the six man tag. But the six-man tag is still on my naughty list. I mean, I think unlike Austin Theory, the six-man tag can be rehabbed, right? Under the right conditions, yeah. I like a good six-man tag. Mm-hmm. 
I always liked when we were going into the um, old fashioned Survivor series where we had like the two teams mm-hmm. that would compete. If you had like six man tags going into that, you know, like things like that, if it's tied yeah. to something, okay. But I agree with you. It can be a really lazy device. And I think we should leave the days of Teddy Long and the bi nightly six man tag in the dust. Thank you. I appreciate your support. Finally, the naughty that stood out to me last on my list, Bray Wyatt's entrance (laughs) is on my naughty list. These are all so good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His entrance is stupid and garbage Mm -hmm. and too Mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. You know I love talking about Bray Wyatt. I love the stuff he does once he's finally fucking in the ring. Right. But it takes about 25 minutes for him to get there. And I don't appreciate having my time wasted that way. Well, I think one thing that's important to remember is that a majority of Americans are not getting enough fiber in their diet. So if they are going to take a poop break, they are going to need a while to make the magic happen. And Bray's entrance does support that. That is a very good point. Right. So on, it, it is too long. It's it's especially too long now where he's not wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I do enjoy all of his shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I really do. But it's a it's a very long wait to get to that. It is a very so. long wait. Yeah. Wake, wait. <laughs> no one died. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should hand out bran muffins and apple slices as he comes out. Maybe. Here you go, in case uh, you got to take a break while I'm making my entrance, man. We're not, we're not going to always take this long, man. So you got to start improving your dietary fiber intake. Amazing. That's the end of my naughty list. No, I I think that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, my naughty list is a mix of people and things. Um, Okay. I'm going to start with Lacey Evans, a late entry, but she has really worked hard at the end of the year to get herself on naughty lists. She's the worst. I can't believe I didn't put her on my list. Well, I am, I figured you would, but we're together. So, you know, it's a shared naughty list. Um, That's true. So the reason that Lacey Evans is on our naughty list, I don't think it's going to be a surprise to most people. Um, it does not have anything to do with her weird boot camp video packages or <laughs> her often mediocre in-ring performance. Um, those are, are not the things that we are coming down on Lacey for. Um, recently she shared a video from InfoWars and if you're not super familiar with InfoWars, that's Alex Jones's media platform claiming that autism and ADHD are caused by processed foods, which is why they didn't used to exist. Um, of course, nobody really liked this because it's stupid and wrong and ugly. Um, this did not win her a ton of support. It won her a, a fair share of criticism. Um, so, Lacey, do better. Evaluate your media sources critically. Um, and think about the people you're speaking about before you speak, girl. That's that's my advice for you in 2023. Also, fuck all the way off. <laughs> yes, that too. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I didn't know about that. That's... Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, th- this is my thing. Like, I've never been a Lacey Evans fan. And... I honestly don't give a shit about her mediocre in-ring performance because, let's face it, the most mediocre wrestlers performing today have some spark that has gotten them where they are, right? Mm -hmm. It's like being the worst player in the NFL. But 
Lacey, this is legitimate bad person stuff. So it is gross. Yeah. I think if you if you see something on InfoWars that resonates with you, that's a that's a sign that you need to do a lot more reading and thinking and looking within. Yeah. So here's hoping Lacey can get off the naughty list in 23 and uh, can become more media literate and a nicer person. Oh, my God. Okay. Fuck her. <laughs> so that's 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 maybe the biggest downer on this list. Um, I don't think this one will be a surprise for anyone coming from me, but Hit Row is on my naughty list. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to sing it. No, come on. Sing it one more time for the end of the year. Hit Row. That's the best part of Hit Row is when you sing that. <laughs> um, I just, I think you are all boring. I think you are all <laughs> average at what you do. I think one of you comes to the ring in velour basketball outfits and have some respect for the fans and yourself. I, I can't. I absolutely cannot. I respect your dislike of them, but I do like the velour basketball outfit. This is the last episode of Wrestling is for <laughs> Girls. Um, I just, do you know what? I think if they were great, I wouldn't criticize his velour basketball outfit so much. But yeah. I don't know. I At this point, I honestly think the kindest thing that could happen to Hit Row is that Ashanti the Adonis is broken off okay. and gets a chance to prove himself. Because, look, I don't think he's amazing either, but recently I have liked his ring work more. Okay. Um, you know, give BFAB a chance to do something else. And I don't know what to do with Top Dollar. Just retire him. He can send me all his old ring gear, the velour <laughs> stuff. I'll wear it. Do not wear it in front of me. I don't want to <laughs> see it. Is it the velour that you don't like? Or is it that they're velour, like, wrestling outfits? It's the velour wrestling outfit. I, okay. It's like juicy couture basketball wrestling yeah. It's doing too much with too little. Okay. That's so, fair. yeah. I also, and I, I think this might be a controversial naughty list entry, but um, there's too many returns these days. There's a lot of returns. There's too many returns, and I don't think we're handling them all well. I think some of them land kind of flat. Like, we brought Emma back, and I don't think we're really doing it no. for emma no um you know i i think i think it's so tempting to bring all these people back because they're great but we're not doing the work to explain to the audience why they're great yeah and some people you don't have to but some people you do so it's like they're just doing it for the pop right the, the pop yes. that happens and it's like that was fun anyway now we have what? nothing to do yep yeah. So I would like to slow down the returns, and I know okay. that's that's hard to say because I don't want to deny anybody their opportunity, but slow them down and make them meaningful in the next year. I agree. Or they will that's remain a really good on point. my naughty list. And then I have one last entry to the naughty list, which is my co-host, <gasps> Jillian. Why am I on the naughty list? Hot dog <laughs> legs. Hot dog legs. I'm a cultural icon. You are many things, and uh, <laughs> you are also the queen of the naughty list this year for Hot Dog Legs. Hot Dog Legs. Do you think you can sing it like Hit Row? Hot Dog Legs. That was, that was horrifying. I don't know why I asked for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
Obviously, you know how to get off the naughty list. You know what you need to do. I know you're not going to do it and you're not interested in doing it. So uh, I just wanted you to know. So I keep saying hot dog legs until it's just you're numb to it. And then I get off the naughty list. That will never happen. (laughs) Never. I'll just come up with something that will replace hot dog legs. That is what I am sincerely afraid of. (laughs) Sincerely. I can't help it if I see things in the world and I speak about them. He legit has hot dog legs. I mean, I just want to go over this rubric with you that I try to use in my daily life where I ask myself, is it true? Yes. Is it helpful? Absolutely. Is it kind? It's Maybe not be kind, mm. but like, I don't mm. think it's unkind. If it's not all three of those, and I'd really love to hear from you why you feel it's helpful. Because it should stay, looking, it's, it's an inside thought. When you're looking at Matt Riddle's legs and you're like, what are the words I need to use to describe these? I don't have the proper vocabulary. And then Jillian rolls up with hot dog legs. You're like, oh my God, those are the words I needed. Thank you. I just, you know how I feel about Matt Riddle's legs. I think they're beautiful. And it is like I am sitting in front of the Mona Lisa and you are that seagull and just came and shit on it. (laughs) I I didn't need that in my life. I didn't need it. But hot dogs are delicious. We're not going to see eye to eye on this issue. Okay. But you earned your spot. You earned your spot. So for a much needed change of pace to uh, (laughs) save myself from this hole that I've dug. We also wanted to look ahead to 2023. So one thing I think that's been consistent on the show since its genesis is that our predictions are absolute shit. Yep. We have predicted almost nothing correctly. Nope. Um, The things we have predicted correctly have been terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I think we want to take a moment and look into our crystal balls into the future and uh, what do we see coming? What do you see ahead in 2023, Jillian? Well, I kind of made my list more from a wish list than like a fair. definite, Very than a fair. definite like, this is for sure going to happen. So I have some wishes for 2023. Some are probably more likely to come true than others, but that speak doesn't mean them, it- Speak them with intention and they will come true. Ooh, okay. I'm going to put together a vision board. Yes. I love so, do it. I, I know you just talked about too many returns. However, <laughs> my first wish is that sh- both Charlotte and Sasha return. And we have our four horsewomen. Oh, my gosh. I and wish then for that, too. They have some kind of fatal four-way match. Ooh. All four of them. For Ooh. some sort of, like, WrestleMania slot or, like, that is the WrestleMania match or it's like a championship match of some kind. Like I need that to be like a big ass match because I feel like that would be so fucking cool. That's for the grandest stage of them all for sure. Right. I just think absolutely really spectacular and a good use of like those four women and a great use of a return, like a fatal four way. That's so fun. No alliances. And those are the returns that don't need a lot of external hype like just announce that people will be hyped exactly so got fingers crossed for that one mm-hmm. i also hope in 2023 that intergender wrestling is a definite thing 
that yes. it's not just a flash in the pan, a this passing fancy. List. Um, okay. Do you have? I mean, we've talked about this before, but have you settled on a match you'd really like to see, or a? I don't. I think it would be kind of fun to watch Candice or Candice LeRae wrestle Johnny Gargano. I think that would be really funny. Oh my gosh, that's charming. I love that idea. And then like Rhea Ripley against any dude. Mm-hmm. Like I would like in a serious match. We've talked yes. about how important it is for them not to make this into a joke, but like I feel like uh against Finn Balor would be pretty awesome. <gasps> I would like to I see her it. fight Shinsuke Nakamura like because mm. they have kind of very different styles. I think that would be a lot of fun. So those are a couple of my wants. Um, oh my gosh, I love that. This this is a, kind of a prediction we've been making as we've gone. So the bloodline breaks up. Mm-hmm. That includes the Usos. Oh! <gasps> Whose titles are then taken either by the New Day or by KO and Sammy, who have reunited as a tag team. Oh, my Or goodness. by Ricochet plus someone awesome. I don't know. I know there's like, there'd be a lot of like show crossovers for this, but they mix that up and all the time. I don't know who Ricochet would be with. I'm not sure who I want to see him right, paired up right. with. Like I haven't, that hasn't solidified in my, my mind's eye, but I like, I like how sh- how shaky uppy that would all be. I love that. That is excellent. Doesn't that sound fun? That, I mean, that already is a much better 2023 than we're going to get. <laughs> um, I'd also love to see Candace get more of a push oh, either as too. a solo or as part of a tag team. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is where we're getting very pie in the sky. <laughs> That's my favorite. Somehow in the year of fewer returns, we get Jeff coming back. <laughs> we get Edge <laughs> coming back. And we get Randy coming back. Oh, my goodness. I want all of those returns. Now, are they going to do a program together? Or are they just, like, independently coming back and doing their own thing? They're just independently coming back. Okay. We've already seen Randy and Edge have, like, that huge-ass feud they had a few years ago. So, like, I don't yeah. need that to happen again. Fair. I would Fair. certainly love it. But, like... You know, I don't know. Maybe the old timers take on some of these young whippersnappers. Like any three of them, I would love to see them just beat the ever-loving shit out of Austin Theory. That would be wonderful. You know what I'd love to see? And I just thought of this. So, like, do you remember when Randy was doing his legend killer thing? Kind of, And he was just, like, beating up old people (laughs) for a while. What if, like... Austin Theory is cutting a promo about how, like, he's the future, he's the now, he's a legend in the making, like, he's already a legend, and Randy comes back and is like, I'm a legend killer, and murders him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But actually Mm -hmm. goes through with it. (laughs) Yes, actually does it, and, uh, you know, if he has to go into witness (laughs) protection, he can hang out with us, but. Oh my god, that would be amazing. He just RKO's him. (laughs) I guess it's not witness protection if you are the criminal. (laughs) But it feels like the greater good is at stake. So I know, I know. We're like really, we're doing some utilitarian calculations here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to see more gimmick matches. So yeah, cutting hair matches, I quit matches, <laughs> loser cooks dinner for the for the winner for a year match. I don't know, like any of that shit. I'll take it. Like dumb shit hanging over the ring. They've got to they've got to pick up. 
more tables, ladders, and chairs, more random shit, more kendo sticks. I don't care. Just more hilarity and wackiness. I think loser cooks winner dinner for a year is really dangerous because like what if what if Finn and AJ have that match and it's the beginning of a second chance romance <gasps> oh, enemies to yeah. lovers enemies to lovers <laughs> I'm claiming that cake <laughs> romance tropes are also for girls and anyone who wants them because they're great claiming claiming not shaming I love that idea. Um, I have two more. Yeah, I want to hear them. Dominic Mysterio disappears in a puff of smoke, never to be seen again. (laughs) Is he going to do like the shoulder shimmy in the puff of smoke and then poof? (laughs) I don't know. I don't care how it happens. You just want it. I just want it to happen. Fair. And finally, Seth and Roman feud. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know where or when, but I would like that to happen. I think that would be fun. I would love that to happen. I want them to have an ugly, emotional, nasty feud between two former friends who are now just like heel assholes. That would be fun. Do it up, boys. Do it up. Yep. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Like, I want one of them to like blame the other for driving John Moxley away. Ooh, oh my god I want Roman to be like you weren't there for me when I had cancer and Seth to be like I didn't want to be <laughs> like I want them to say awful I want Roman to be like Becky is like a way bigger star than you and I think he may have already said something like this to Seth but like just hurt each other's feelings yep. hit each other really hard yep yes yes please I'm in mm-hmm Those are my wishes for 2023. I probably have more buried deeply inside my psyche, but I think that list was pretty good. Pretty substantial. Amazing. I I feel like that's my new list. I don't even want my list anymore. I want to hear your list because I'm sure you have things I didn't think of. Okay. So I am ready for a shakeup in the judgment day. Okay. Now, maybe that is when Ray Mysterio disappeared. Not Ray. When Dominic was. Maybe all the Mysterios disappeared in a poof of smoke. It's very emotional. <laughs> It'd be so sad. But uh, I, I want to see, like, you guys are in a holding pattern. You're just being jerks to people. Like, yep. maybe we have a leadership struggle. Maybe we bring in new members and they take over. Okay. Maybe Edge comes back, which is not a new thing. That's my dream forever. Same. Like,. Let's let's do something exciting with the Judgment Day. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. I don't know if I want to see this or I just think it's going to happen, but okay. I feel like 2023 is likely going to be a time of the reappearance of CM Punk. Ooh, in WWE? Yeah, because I, I think, you know, he's so uniquely positioned to talk shit about AEW. That's true. They're oh, going to love that. I didn't even think of that. That's I mean, I f- it's, a, it's a contentious relationship, right? Yeah. And I wish I he am... wasn't such an asshole. Me too. It's like I want to like dick. him. Yes. He's a total dick. He's a total dick. And I feel like I am not one of those fans who's like, you know what we could do to fix the state of wrestling? CM Punk. It's like CM Punk is not the solution to everything that's ever been wrong with wrestling. That's just Correct. not the way it is. But... 
Everyone I mean, knows it's Baron Corbin. <laughs> it's obviously Baron Corbin. Just listen to JBL. The man exactly. is a wrestling god. Yep. A wrestling god. Um, but yeah, I feel like CM Punk is coming back to our lives in a meaningful okay. way in 2023. Okay. Um, I will have to feel that when I feel it. Well, you can't feel it till it happens, right? I have some emotions, but I don't know what's... <laughs> I, I'll be interested to see, like, what's the first emotion that jumps up? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think, like, so many things in wrestling, it's going to me be like, oh, yeah, oh. Mm. Do you think he's going to come back at the Royal Rumble? They love no. to do that shit at the Royal Rumble. They do, and I, I think that it might be too expected. Oh, it makes sense, okay. right? Makes sense. So WrestleMania, maybe a WrestleMania return? Maybe a WrestleMania return. Or just a maybe. quiet return on Raw some night? Maybe so for me, if it was it was my choice, it would be a return that is all about him. Okay. I would cater to his ego. <laughs> I would bring him in and I think I would use him in a like I would let him be a critic of the wrestling world right now. Okay. And then like find a way to weave him in. I mean, I don't know what's gonna be going on at that point, but all right. I think, I'm, I think I would use him for his mic skills as much as his in-ring skills when I first brought him back. You know, and the funny thing is, I haven't seen him in the ring for so long. I don't remember what he was like on the microphone at all. Like, I, yeah. it's been a decade at least. Dude is very good about, like, speaking with what feels like a great degree of authenticity. So, okay. I mean, as authentic as wrestling gets. But you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, I um I think the Bray Wyatt thing is going to fizzle, and I don't think it's going to be Bray's fault. Yeah, that's fair. You think they're waiting too long? I think they're waiting too long. I think it's too much. I think, you know, how does so little happen so much all the time? I know. I am enjoying what Bray Wyatt is doing. I just think we're going to get to a point with Bray Wyatt where it's like, what are you doing? What? Yeah. What's happening? And I don't want to see that happen because I like Bray Wyatt a lot. Yeah. I'm hoping it doesn't happen, but I, I think you're right. I could see it happening. And then, uh, I have one more very special prediction. Okay. I predict that there's going to be a limit to what Seth can do with full length pants. Okay. You think think he's going for shorts or what do you think he's going to do? I think we're going to have to break into rompers, into short suits. I think we're just going to have to get fucking creative. Culottes, clam diggers, pedal pushers, Mm-hmm. pants with like large slits up the side. Oh my God. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year that Seth really pushes it to the next level with bottoms. I realize <laughs> that could be taken several ways and I only <laughs> meant it in the realm of fashion, but you know what, Seth? It's your life. I'm on the you other side of the microphone. So you know, I'm going to take it the wrong way <laughs> at any rate. Yeah, it, I think it's going to be an even bigger year in fashion for Seth Rollins, if that's Ooh, even possible. That's exciting to think about. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope you're right. Excellent uh, wishes and predictions. Yeah, I mean, if it were up to us, I, th- I think next year would be the bomb. It Well, we would be writing all of it, so it absolutely would. Absolutely. So in addition to our hopes for the new year, I know that we also made some resolutions. Yes. Um, resolutions are tough because they're hard to keep and easy to make. Yes. But I've really thought through mine. I've really, I've put a lot of heart and soul into mine, but I want to start with you. Well, mine are very, 
resolve for 2023? Well, I don't love um, I don't love resolutions because I feel like the way my brain works, it's just setting me up for failure. However, fair. I put a lot of thought into these, and mine are sincere. So, okay. number one, I would like to get more listeners for our it's podcast. A good resolution. <laughs> Which I suppose includes also, like, you know, make a t-shirt or something. I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Training my attention span so I don't turn tune out during the matches I don't love or the packages. Because I instantly, like, when those matches are on and they're boring me, I completely space out and don't pay any attention to them. Can I... Can I tell you that my third resolution is I resolve not to zone out during video packages so that I miss <laughs> the intros of matches, etc. Womp yeah. womp. Okay, well, <laughs> we can keep we, each other honest with that, I suppose. We resolve to get treatment for our focus issues. <laughs> maybe, maybe on each show we'll just be like, how'd you do this week? Did it, did it go okay? You know. Um, I'm going to try and find joy. In six-person tag matches. <laughs> That's so big of you. I'm going to try. I can't guarantee it, but I'm going to try. And then I hope in 2023 I get to see some live wrestling. I'm going to do my best. Mm, yes, good resolution. And hopefully Thank together. You. I want to see some together. Dude, that would be the best. Yeah. yeah we got to make it happen. I feel like we have to just like take little microphones and sit in the crowd and record <laughs> while we're watching. It'll be loud and annoying, and but it could be fun. Live, local, and late-breaking. <laughs> How about you? Mm-hmm. What are your resolutions? So I, I think some of these are very predictable. I resolved to learn the names of more wrestling moves. Oh, okay. Now, I, I have long insisted, and I still insist, I will die on this hill, that you don't need to know the names of any wrestling moves to be a wrestling fan. You don't. I agree. It's not important. It's not. Um, no one would ask you if you knew the name of the second assistant director on Friends. That's you know? true. So you don't have to know every detail. You should know the RKO when you see it just because it's really important and like an iconic moment in American history. But other than that, you're off the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to be able to identify wrestling moves for a couple of reasons. One, so I can more accurately describe the points of matches that I want to talk about on the show. Other than like, do you remember where Ricochet did that thing where he was on the top rope, then he flipped his feet over his head and he spun around twice? Yes. That's not a great way to describe anything. Uh, Two, because I want to critique people who do them poorly. Ooh. Because I'm a terrible person. Motivated by spite. Mm -hmm. But in all seriousness, I'm not going to like be disappointed in myself if I don't make a lot of progress on this, but I'm just going to, I'm going to see what I can learn. I think that's useful. I I think also, you know, I learning the names of more of these moves on my end would also help me be like thinking that the announcers aren't calling people nicknames. They're just naming actual moves instead of thinking there's someone they've nicknamed the shining wizard. (laughs) One of my greatest regrets is not being like, yeah, he's the shining wizard. That's his name from the Indies. I'm really glad that you aren't mean-spirited in that way toward me. I just, I chose kindness because I love you. Please always choose kindness when it comes to me. You know how gullible I am. I'll do my best. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My next resolution is to always choose kindness for my co-host. Wow. Every episode I will choose kindness. I hope so. 
That was a new one I added spur of the moment, but it felt important. I um, could tell. <laughs> I, uh, I resolved to keep an open mind okay. going into the new year. Um, you know, this year was the first time I really ever enjoyed Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And I feel like Brock and I are in a good place now. I think so. He could screw that up any day. But right now, I'm, and I'm like, you know what? You've got to let yourself enjoy things that maybe you didn't think you could enjoy or would enjoy. I think that's a fair thing to keep in mind. So I'm, I'm going to try to go into 2023, like just being chill and saying, I might like this. I might not. Except for Hit Row, they can suck it. I'll keep the same in mind except for Dominic Mysterio. He can fuck off. Everybody's got to have their exception. In a puff of smoke. <laughs> I still love that idea. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? It'd be amazing. And then my last New Year's resolution is that I resolve not to shame every kink. I will oh. claim them because they bring someone joy. Aw. This is a That's lie. I am going to oh. shame. Shaming is the very foundation of who I am. But I will try yeah. to remember <laughs> that, you know, every time I shame, there are dozens or hundreds of people who claim. And yep. that it's a big world. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's why we like charcuterie boards, because of all the variety of flavors. That's, that's true. what makes life great, too. That's true. So There uh, are good people who like things that I don't, and that's okay. Good people it's with fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're not hurting me. No, if they're hurting two, other people, it's if fine. If there are two men who find bliss by stacking garbage on top of one another... I, and then having the one be discovered publicly, that's all right. It doesn't hurt mm -hmm. anyone. Mm -hmm. All that matters is consent. I agree. Do you think we can keep these resolutions? I'm sure as hell going to try. Me too. We're going to do our best, right? Maybe I'll print them out and put them <laughs> up where I record so I can always I remember. As soon as I have the instinct to say something uh, shitty, I'll be like, oh, I wasn't going to say that. That is not what we promised. No. <laughs> It's not in the spirit of wrestling is for girls. So uh, as as we come to the conclusion of our episode and the year, I wanted to take a minute just to kind of like talk about what this experience has been like doing the show, um, getting back into wrestling, all the wrestling that we've been fortunate enough to see. There's been some really great things this year. So I don't know. Tell me about what the last few months of wrestling and podcasting have been like for you. I made some points, so I'm I'm going to use them to guide me, but I may go off on tangents. So I like that you were just like, I made some points. I did. That's I it. That's points. what I have to say. <laughs> That's it. Um, I know that I enjoy wrestling so much more because of our show. Because I have a lot of fun doing what we do even if no one's listening I don't think that's true that no one's listening but even if nobody listens it's still fun to do I've always loved wrestling as I said before for, you know lesser to greater degrees but being more involved and wondering what like funny things you're going to say or all the really good insights you bring to our show I think it really enriches the experience for me so I have found gratitude in that and also just more enjoyment of wrestling in general, more appreciation for it. I was surprised, I think, this year 
in starting the podcast to find out how many people actually listen to us. Right? Not only because, not even because they love wrestling, but they because they know us or they already love us as who we are and want to hear us talk about wrestling and think that we're funny, which I also think is very fun. Anytime someone thinks I'm funny, I'm already like, you're a pretty good person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really grateful to everyone who supports us and listens. Absolutely. You guys are I th- amazing. I think that, you know, I have a new appreciation for wrestling. I do think, though, that, like, if we weren't doing this show, I probably wouldn't watch wrestling as much as I do. Um, I'm always one that sort of needs some external, like, motivation to do things. I've just kind of always been that way. But so I'd probably take a break from wrestling, I think, if we stopped doing this. Or if we were still doing this, I think Vince returning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Vince returning. So if we, so let me, how am I trying to word this? If we didn't have our show at all, but we were still watching wrestling, Vince ruined it for me before. Like I got, I stopped watching because it was just like the same boring shit and, and dumb, awful things that he was doing. Mm -hmm. So if he came back, if we were still doing our show, I mean, God, we'd have so much shit to talk about, right? It would be like, wonderful grist for the mill as they say but i think uh if i were just trying to watch it on my own and he comes back like absolutely not he would ruin it and i really hope that reflecting on you know when you said dad was on your nice list reflecting on how much he and others have done for wrestling just this year alone Mm -hmm. it feels like it has like a momentum of good that i'm hoping that I'm hoping continues and I'm optimistic. I really like looking at it that way because dad's not perfect. You know, Um, dad will disappoint us in the future because he is but a man. Yes. Um, You know, dad has done some things in his past that probably were not the greatest. Um, But I think when I watch wrestling now, it feels like it's being produced by someone who likes wrestling. Yeah. For what it is. Not for yeah. how it could make money in movies or reality TV or how it could be repackaged in this other thing that's not wrestling. But someone who really likes wrestling and wants to make wrestling for people who want to watch wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I am very appreciative of that. So. I agree. Those were my my main reflections. I could probably go on, but I might get weepy. Oh, it's okay. I'm a very sentimental weepy. person. You are, and I love that about you. Thank you. You have a warm heart. Except when it comes to ice. Dominic Mysterio. No one should have a warm heart for that man. In his personal yeah. life, yes. In, in wrestling, no. I have this like image in my head sometimes of him like in a cartoon reading a newspaper and walking and not knowing where he's going and then a hole just opens up in the ground and he falls through it at the end. I'm glad that you feel that you can share these thoughts with me. <laughs> these are intrusive thoughts. It's a cartoon. <laughs> and you can't let them win. He'd be safe. It's a cartoon. It's true. He w- he would just I don't wish him actual physical harm. Just the character. Yes. The character. He might I mean, be a very nice person. I don't know. You know what? I bet real Dominic Mysterio is a very nice person. He probably is. He's probably a sweet kid. 
right? And, you know, I guess here's the one thing. This is not a reflection on our, our year, but maybe it's a reflection on the way that we that we think about some of these people that aren't our favorites is like he's so new to this yeah i mean he's he's grown up around wrestling i'm sure yeah but this has got to be a pretty big challenge so you know yeah i I think he's terrible and i look forward to not seeing him so much but part of me also (laughs) hopes that he turns it around and figures it out i would love it if he became like interesting that'd be great that is like the meanest well wish I have ever heard for anyone. I really did mean it as a well wish. I really did mean it as a well wish. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I um as we have been doing this, I was really surprised at how easy it was to get back into wrestling. Because I came to this from a place of like, I just don't care if I watch it again, which is a very strange place for me to be in. Mm-hmm. And this has made me, you know, a lot of the things that you were saying, just I am excited to watch now. I'm excited to talk to you about it. Um, I love when you hear from somebody, you know, who's like, oh, I listened to your podcast. and I really like that. It's like that is like one of the nicest experiences. Absolutely. You can have. Um, and I've also been really surprised that it doesn't ever feel like work. Right. Because I'm very big on saying to my husband, like, you know. I have to watch Raw tonight and I have to take half an hour afterwards and put my thoughts together or whatever because like this is work. This is a job. But it doesn't feel that way. It just feels like this fun thing that we do and I I hope it stays that way. Um, Me too. So yeah, I just, I feel like it's been really great. I'm really excited to see what we can do going forward. Um, And I am really excited to I'm really excited to be talking with you and hopefully other people about all the ways that you can like this weird, complicated thing that is wrestling Mm -hmm. and know that there is like, there's a place for you in that. Like wrestling is a really big tent. Yes. And I, I think that as long as you are finding something there to enjoy, no matter what it is or how it is, there is a, there's a place for you at that table and it's, it's nice. So that has been something that I think is important and I don't you know I don't think we're out here doing the Lord's work or anything but I am happy that we are able to talk about it in these ways me too I I hope that people feel like I don't know something familiar when they listen yeah I think I think that's one of our hopes is that if you listen to this you feel like it would be fun to join us at Hooters for a pay-per-view and it really really would it really would be they have great cheese fries and their wings are, well, not their bone-in wings, but their boneless wings are pretty next level. Yeah, their bone-in wings. Uh, those are iffy, but the boneless. And mm-hmm. everyone's very nice. Everyone's nice. And we're nice. <laughs> Most of the time. Sometimes. Unless you are poor Caliente Mysterio. <laughs> was, there any, was there anything else you wanted to share before we uh, put a pin in 2023 in wrestling? Or 2022? We can't put a pin in 2023. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, no, I'm just very excited to see what 2023 brings. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to do more shows with you and just really enjoy the weirdness that is wrestling. I won't I won't stop trying to p- impose some sort of logic on it because that's just the way my brain works. But I have a lot of fun doing this and I'm really glad that I enjoy wrestling again. Same. So... You know, I hope that everyone has had a wonderful holiday season if you celebrate. 
or if not, that you've had some time to enjoy maybe being away from work or with your family or just doing the things you enjoy. Maybe you've just been catching up on wrestling. Um, and thank you for joining us. Um, you know, whether you have listened once or a bunch of times, we are really glad that you're here. So um, this is our final episode for 2022. We'll be back in the first week of 2023. And as always, you can find old episodes on our website, wrestlingisforgirls.com. And you can find our new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. We would love for you to give us a follow on Twitter at WIFGirlsPod. And uh, yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Enjoy some wrestling in the year to come. <laughs> <laughs>